Welcome to the special holiday episode of the Savvy Homeschool Moms podcast, episode number 66. In this episode, we chat about how we like to de-stress during the holiday season and share some of our family's holiday traditions. Now, when Becky and I sat down to record this episode, we meant it to be short and sweet. Of course, nothing ever goes as planned in our world. So enjoy our very chatty full episode of Holiday Goodness. This episode is sponsored by Moving Beyond the Page Homeschool Curriculum, How Children Want to Learn. Learn more at www.movingbeyondthepage.com. I'm Tina. I'm Becky. And you're listening to the Savvy Homeschool Mom. The secular homeschool support and resource show that's guaranteed to get you on Santa's nice list or your money back. <laughs> Hello again! Hi. I thought we'd pop on today for a quick recording to say hi and show you guys that we're still here, we're still alive, and maybe show you some of our favorite things that we like to do to distress this time of the year. Like any of us know anything about stress <laughs> this time of the year. Yes, we know how bad this time of year can get. Around here, about P minus four hours to the beginning of the insanity, otherwise known as Christmas Eve. And so we thought Ooh. we'd de-stress by getting together with a little chat with about five thousand or so of our favorite homeschool friends. You guys! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yay! Um, I'm going to put out there right now, though, that I have a head cold, and so my voice goes in and out. So... <laughs> And, and and your uh, uh, tech is a, a little in and out, too. So she's going to get a little robotic sometimes, too. <laughs> yes, the, the downside of my new house, I've moved since we last recorded, the downside of my new house is my router is way far away from my office. So if mm. I become robotic, I apologize. <laughs> but let's start off with a word from our sponsors. This episode of the Savvy Homeschool Moms is brought to you by Moving Beyond the Page, the homeschool curriculum that I use for science, social studies, and language arts. I get to read great books, do creative projects and activities, and learn critical thinking skills. Learn more at www.movingbeyondthepage.com and use the coupon code SAVVYMOMS for free shipping on your next order. And by Pantea Press, a family-run homeschool publishing company specializing in secular science and history curriculum. Pantea offers History Odyssey, featuring easy-to-follow lessons, reading and writing assignments, map work, and fun activities, including their newest release, American History Odyssey, for 9th to 12th grade. And Real Science Odyssey, an incremental science program presented in an entertaining story-like format with hands-on activities incorporating background science information, labs, reading lists, journaling ideas, and more. Pandia Press offers a fantastic try-before-you-buy on their website so you can see how their program works for yourself. Visit pandiapress.com for more information. And by Math Mammoth an affordable, mastery-based curriculum for homeschoolers, written by a Finnish math teacher turned homeschooler. I love Math Mammoth because there's very little prep work for me. It is practically self-teaching written to the student. I also appreciate their use of engaging visual models and exercises to explain not just the how of math, but the why as well. Math Mammoth provides both complete curriculum for grades one through seven, as well as work texts on specific math topics. These can be purchased in either digital downloads or print and are available in a variety of international options. Learn more at mathmammoth.com. So we know that this time of the year, things can get really stressful. So 
uh, Becky and I were talking about some of the things that we that we do to kind of de-stress or just to kind of chill at this time of the year to calm ourselves down or to come down off the ledge (laughs) (laughs) and uh, try to, uh, you know, have a um, time, a moment of Zen. (laughs) (laughs) Cause it's important sometimes to take a pause from all the obligations and the run around and just, you know, recenter yourself. Um, And I know I really, really like, to uh to to watch some of my favorite christmas movies at this time of the year um i don't know how do you feel about christmas movies becky i i have a love hate relationship (laughs) with christmas movies so as we talk about them then we'll we'll see i i but i have definite opinion (laughs) yeah i'm kind of geeky about christmas movies they work really well for to like if I'm feeling really stressed out, I really like to watch a, a good Christmas movie. And I'm really, really into the old classics, too. Unfortunately, I can't get my family in on board. So I've been collecting the movies for years. And now I've actually been trying to convert all my VHSs into DVDs because I still have VHS tapes of some of the old movies. Um, and most years they still there and nobody wants to watch them with me i need to just start watching them and like if they watch them they watch them if they don't they don't but for me personally all i have to do is put it's a wonderful life on or the original miracle on 34th street although the the remake is quite cute too but i really much prefer the original in black and white um let's see what else charlie brown christmas i mean you gotta watch the Charlie Brown Christmas. The Elf. Elf, Elf is, good. is a good Christmas. Yes, movie. I do like Elf, which is really funny because I'm not a huge Will Ferrell fan, but I do like him in Elf. Oh, and the Elf. I, Elf is my number one favorite Christmas movie of all time. Elf is it's, funny. I have yeah, to. I pretty much know the whole thing by heart. Yes. And it, it, I watched a video uh, that just made me think of I watched uh, the. Um, Holderness family the other day uh they were doing the whole scene where he eats the <laughs> the breakfast the, what it, what is it like the all the sweets that they have he has oh yes, yes. the spaghetti yeah, the and spaghetti the he and the yes. syrup and the candy and the, so they tried that <laughs> i have located the video and we'll make sure to put it in yes the show put notes. it in the show notes it's disgusting and the parents are like all gagging and <laughs> And the kids are like, oh, that's pretty good. By that, check our show notes yes. and the, the video will be there. <laughs> They're like, we're trying this out. Yeah, it was pretty funny. But uh <laughs> love the Holderness family. Let's see what else. Rudolph. Polar Express. Oh, Polar Express, yes. We watch that every year as a family. That's our family Christmas movie. Um Maven was just talking about that the other day, saying it's like um I hadn't really thought about it, but it's like a live action cap, like motion capture or whatever. The, how the cartoons yeah. don't, yeah, they're not really like cartoons. It's like, well, it's CGI, but it's like with motion, like they, they actually took real people, I guess. Yeah. Cause it why, moves like. That's why all of the people played by Tom Hanks look just like Tom Hanks. Right. Right. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I like that movie. It's a, and uh, my kids will actually, they like that movie, but they actually will sit and watch all the little cutesy kid movies and all the ones with the old claymation. They'll watch those. What is it about those old claymation movies? Even kids of nowadays who are used to all the really good CGI movies will watch those. The they like those. Cast. 
uh, Rankin-Bask holiday classics. Oh, they're awesome. The Year Without a Santa Claus. Who doesn't love the Heat Miser and the Snow Miser? I mean, really? <laughs> I, I actually have to admit, Heat Miser is my dude. I'm very... Into oh, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> love them. And Santa Claus is coming to town. Love that one, too. And you get to see a young Santa Claus, red-haired Santa Claus. <laughs> I know adults get together and watch those um, for a holiday Christmas party every year. Oh, that's awesome. That's a great tradition. I love that. I love every single one. I think the only one that I've never seen or I haven't seen since I was little is I, isn't there like a little drummer or something or something with a donkey, I think, or something. There's one that I, every once in a while I see it mentioned and I'm like, I have not seen that one or it looks familiar, but I need to go look it up at some point, but it's another one of those claymation ones. I stick to the year without a Santa Claus and the Island of Misfit Toys. Yeah, that, the Island of Misfit Toys is from Rudolph, I think. Yeah, it's in Rudolph. Yeah, but I don't like how Rudolph is treated in that. I think it's terrible. It is, but that's the island of misfit. I know. I only like that part of him. Oh, I like that one. Part. No, he is treated awfully. Even Santa's. Santa needs him. He's only useful when they find out. They only he like is. him when he feels he's useful. I know. Capitalist totally. propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the year without Santa Claus is hands down. Absolutely, because of heat. Well, heat yes. miser. I love heat miser. Yes, and then yes, and it's just Muppet Christmas Carol. Yes, I really like the Muppet Christmas Carol. I like light the lamp, not the rat. Light the lamp, not the rat. <laughs> exactly, that's my favorite part. Those we still all... say that sometimes that, when we're lighting candles. That whole thing is is fantastic. I'm not a Christmas Carol kind of person. Definitely not a Christmas movie person. But I love the Muppets. I love the Muppets. Um, I lo I'm not a gigantic fan of the whole uh, Dickens Christmas Carol, but I love the uh, Muppet Christmas Carol, and, and my number one favorite Christmas movie of all time is the musical Scrooge with Albert Finney, and that was a tradition when I was growing up, and to this day, whenever I listen to the music from that movie, um, uh, it just, it like warms my heart. I have just put the video on my Facebook feed the other day of uh, the very last song in the uh, thank you very much and i was just like oh, oh i was so happy watching like just watching that one clip of one song <laughs> thank you very much <laughs> i don't think i've ever seen that oh it's so good and it's got so many really good songs in it it's just it's just part of my my childhood and i've shared it with my kids and they they like it too actually um but it's kind of a lot so we don't watch it every year i don't make my kids watch it every year my parents have a copy of it i don't have a copy of it yet so and it's on vhs oh my goodness. <laughs> i need to get it on dvd <laughs> highly highly recommend yeah. albert finney's scrooge if anybody's not very many people have heard of it lots of people have never heard of it before that's like the best scrooge out there although the muppets come a close second <laughs> <laughs> And again, I've located a clip for the show notes. So if you're curious, oh. check it out there. Yes. Oh, so good. Also like, uh, gotta, gotta watch Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> messy, messy. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a corny, cheesy movie, but it's part of my childhood too. So I love Frosty. <laughs> okay. I'll give you that one. That one's not, it, it, it's not as, as terrible as some of the other um this santa it's much better than the sequels yes yes that's true the santa claus <laughs> movies with tim allen i love those 
was yes. I think the third one's not very good though, but the first two are really. Uh, good. Is the third one the one with Jack Frost with Martin Short? Yes. Let's well, see because I like Martin Short though, so I, I do like him. I'll but... even watch the third one, but definitely the first two are <laughs> superior to the third. Yes. yes and definitely. my favorite part is I've been reading all sorts of interesting dark theories about <laughs> about the background of the Santa Claus and. Um, <laughs> elf machinations to move up in the elf world and all sorts of interesting <laughs> things and it's made the movie all that more, more interesting to watch <laughs> <laughs> i love all these movies and how they like take the folklore of santa and like change it around and like even just the different representations of the elves are are just so fun i love it <laughs> i agree that's so fun. Um, have you seen the the Christmas Chronicles, the new one mm -hmm. on Netflix? I have not. Yeah, so many. Well, the, in in that one, uh, I'm sure many of our listeners have probably watched it because it's super popular right now. Um, Kurt Russell is the Santa Claus who's a rocking Santa Claus. Awesome. Um, he even sings a rocking Santa Claus song in it, um, or a Christmas song in it. The elves are CGI little creatures. They look kind of like. I don't know, trolls or something. They're they're cute with big ears and stuff. Super, super cute. And I remember telling my kids, I'm like, it's so interesting. Like, I buy that. Like, I like that as cute little creatures. But I also still love the little kid elves in the Santa Claus. Right. Also. <laughs> I love them both. Yeah, I, I think, well, they're kind of trolley-like things. Well, they're kind of like little trolley-like things in the Polar Express, too. They all sort of oh, look right, the they same. Are. Like yeah. like miners, but not yeah. I mean like mining, not small children. <laughs> so fun. I love it. Yeah. So cute. So what else can we do, Tina? Uh wait, we forgot two more movies. Did we forget two movies? White Christmas uh -oh. being Crosby. Oh. I love <laughs> I love White Christmas. I didn't. And how the Grinch stole Christmas, the original can't watch the other ones they're awful well actually no the the latest one my kids say is great i haven't seen that one but oh jim carrey one no thank you <laughs> yeah i haven't seen the new uh, benedict cumberbatch one yet um my kids say that it was good but it was nothing like the original i adore the original because i really identify a lot with the grinch i love the original it's and it's not you know that the grinch hated christmas really it's that he hated people and i totally get that <laughs> <laughs> And the Who's and Who Village is so cute. Yes. 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 And little Cindy, what's her name? Cindy, Cindy Lou Who, who is no more Lou than two. <laughs> so I, used to, I, I used to take care of little Shwada Lou Who. I used to call her that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and not, we always want to have roast beast. Yeah. For, yeah. <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> roast beast. <laughs> it's so funny how all these little things will make it into our family little family 100 percent the music i i oh yeah i have you're a mean one mr grinch as my ring <laughs> right now on my phone <laughs> <That's> awesome <laughs> and how can any of the like all of those movies any of them and and like anybody listening to this right now you all have your own lists whatever movies i mean some people it's it's die hard the die hard movies i saw somebody just recently posting it's not christmas until I forget whatever the character is dies or oh, whatever falls or off something. The, the building, yeah, yeah, falls off the building, and I was like, "Well, I like the movie. For me, it's when Albert Finney sings, "Thank you very much." And, and <laughs> that's not Christmas. Hot chocolate. 
when when uh, Tom Hanks sings Hot Chocolate in Polar Express. Oh right, yes, I forgot about that. Yeah, That's our big holiday. Yeah, so everybody's got their own thing. So you know, if you're super stressed out, go go watch a movie. Hey, you know, was... tell us in the notes what movie you see to, to to not stress out because maybe somebody else might enjoy that movie more than what's on our list. Yeah, and there may be a new favorite that we had just haven't seen. Actually, my mom just called me today and told me about Get Santa is another movie that she thought was super cute. Um, and uh, uh, it's on Netflix, I guess. And it's got the, it's got the new Doctor Who, uh-huh. <laughs> the new Doctor from Doctor Who on it. Uh, um, Jody Whittaker. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, but my mom says it's super cute. Yeah, I have to go watch it. So she said that's a super cute movie that made me become a new a new Christmas favorite. Um, but yeah, I'm sure that there's lots more that we just haven't discovered yet. Oh, you know what? There was one that I just remembered um, when I was a kid that I used to love watching called One Magic Christmas. So good. Um, I need to get a copy of that. I haven't watched it in so long that I couldn't tell you exactly what the plot was anymore. I just remember that it was really, really good. I've never so heard look, of it. Look that one up too. Yeah, it's called One Magic Christmas. It's really, really cute. Um, so yeah anyway so yeah watch a watch a watch a movie that always works for me like any time of the year when i'm stressed out i have my favorite movies to watch that help me calm down and <laughs> de-stress when i'm super super stressed out i like to watch the the 80s musical annie at other times of the year so. <laughs> we are so different you and i i know you like to watch horror films i like to watch I get stressed so, out and I like to watch horror films. <laughs> <sighs> but while you're watching these movies, yes, we could also eat popcorn. And uh, do you like do you like to uh, eat anything in particular when you're watching movies? I, I'm a big fan of the popcorn, and at Christmas time especially, I like to make popcorn balls. Um, I love popcorn balls, but I like to comfort make mine food with peeps. <laughs> like, with take, peeps yeah i take the the peeps and melt those and with butter and use those to make mm. popcorn balls because then you get uh subtly colored and flavored popcorn balls that's a good idea i don't care for peeps but i could see that in a popcorn ball being yummy it actually is because it's just marshmallow uh-huh. so. i discovered yeah. it a few years ago when i didn't have any marshmallows and i had peeps and i went hey i wonder if this will work and it did that's a great idea i might have to try that although i never buy peeps see <laughs> yeah i love we have go ahead oh, i was gonna say i love peeps so i always have peeps around <laughs> <laughs> um we have a tradition in my family um that my mom got from her parents um her german parents i don't know if it's a german thing or if it's just my family i don't know um she makes homemade fudge and this isn't just a holiday thing we t- did tend to do it more at the holidays when we have a bowl of popcorn she likes to hide a piece of fudge in the and um it's really good because then you get the little bit of the salt in with the popcorn and then when you get down to the bottom you got a special surprise at the bottom of the popcorn bowl <laughs> and it used to be so fun when i was a kid because it would be like here's your popcorn does that have fudge in it yes it does but you gotta wait till you get to the bottom <laughs> <laughs> i love that idea yeah it's really good my mom makes very very good fudge too um, oh, yeah. That's... So I have a question though, because I'm mm-hmm. super, super. Does the fudge melt in the popcorn or no? No, no. Because the popcorn's not that hot. Okay. I just, I just was curious, so, like if it was melted no. in the bottom or. 
Wow, I like that idea a lot. Yeah, just a piece of fudge, like a good sized piece of fudge stuffed, you know, just stuck at the bottom. Then you put the popcorn over the top and then it's got a little bit of salt on it. Oh, it's so good. Well, you know, the salt, you don't salt it, but it just gets salted from the popcorn. Yeah, popcorn, yeah. Yeah, it's really good with popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love that. And that's, and for me, that's like a family, it's like a childhood thing. You know how you have things from your childhood that just have these glowy memories for you. They just have this this thing in your heart that just makes you feel happy because it's from your childhood so yeah that that's something that whenever we do that i haven't done that in a long time i need to do that again soon um yeah that would definitely de-stress me because it'd be like oh lunch yay just like mom made yeah <laughs> that sounds delish yep and of course you got to drink hot chocolate too yeah can't watch a Christmas movie without some hot chocolate. My daughter always insists on getting hot chocolate whenever we watch Christmas movies. That's her thing. <laughs> She's like, wait, 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 we have to make hot chocolate. <laughs> She's a chocoholic, but you know, chocolate makes everything better. Chocolate does make everything better. And if you're above the age of 21, and then like me, you can add some Baileys to the hot cocoa. <gasps> and that helps de-stress me. That's my holiday tradition is buying myself sure. a bottle of Baileys. And I just add a little bit, little you know, half a shot, a shot to my hot cocoa. And um, it makes it taste better. And it just makes everything better. Yes, that sounds yummy. Yeah, I haven't had Bailey's in a while either. We used to have a bottle of it. And it, it... <laughs> it's, it's really good. I, I'm a big fan of the Bailey's and hot cocoa together. I don't like Bailey's pretty much in anything else just in hot cocoa. But <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Sounds really good. I'll put a I'll put a candy cane in my hot chocolate too. I like to stir my hot chocolate with a candy cane. That's really yummy too. <laughs> I apologize. Oh. I have to keep uh, muting myself because I'm coughing. But I wanted to put in there. You guys do the popcorn and fudge and hot cocoa, and we like to bake cookies. Oh yeah. So we have night. It, it's hard to keep them out of the cookies until they've cooled enough to eat, so that we can sit and eat our warm cookies with our, you know, and have hot cocoa and watch what our kind Christmas of cookies? movies. Usually chocolate chip, but actually this year Aaron wants to make snickerdoodles. So oh, snickerdoodles are yummy. I used to make them when I was a kid. Looks Those like we will be making snickerdoodles this year. Yum. Yeah, Maven's always baking cookies too. I have to tell her um, we don't need cookies every day. <laughs> <laughs> You want us to all weigh 300 pounds. <laughs> we have it. As, it's a special Christmas Eve thing that we do. And then we leave some out for Santa. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so we also like to go check out the Christmas lights. That's another thing that really nice de-stress thing. Yes. That we like to do. Well, yes and no. Um, oh, yeah. I, I have an opinion on this as well. It's only de-stressful if you don't go to Christmas Tree Lane. <laughs> This is true. We have a we have a very very highly trafficked trafficked. <laughs> I can speak. <laughs> Trafficked. <laughs> um uh Christmas Lane <laughs> in our town. <laughs> yes, it's beautiful, don't get me wrong. It is. But it is it, it's stressful to drive it because you, you once well, you're on it. It's stressful to get onto it. Yeah. Because once you're on it, it's not that big of a deal because you're just moving really slow and it's not that big of a deal. But yeah, holy cow, when I went, we went mm, last week, I think, and it's never, I've never had to wait in line that long before. And it was like a 
two blocks no it was more than two blocks away it was like three or four blocks line to get to it like we were all the way stretched around onto blackstone oh my gosh yeah it was and for those of you who don't live here that's really far yeah that's <laughs> and blocks you yeah. came all the way we to were like the hood across from manchester hmm? you came all the way to my side of town just to wait in line <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it it was it was far but you know what we were we were okay with it because I mean, we were having to go slow once we got in. I mean, we didn't have anything to look at yet, but we were all having a nice time because we all had our cocoa and we were just talking and the music and it was fine. I prefer to just but, go like to houses, like just go drive around the hood, not, you know, yeah, not the. the I forest. really like the ones that are synced to me. Yes. Those are really cool. Those are super. Yeah, I do enjoy looking at the Christmas lights for all of my grumpiness around the holidays. I do. <laughs> In fact, when I was coming back on the Amtrak the other night from um, mom's house, um, I was super thankful for all of the people whose houses are along Christmas, along the railroad tracks who, oh, yeah. who had Christmas lights on. Because I, I got to see like so many awesome houses, like all lit up as the train went speeding by in the night. It was pretty cool. Nice. That is cool. Yeah, I get kind of grumpy about. It's just there's just too much happening. There's too many uh, obligations at the time of the year, so I can. I just it's just too much, which is why we need to de-stress. <laughs> there's too many people to have to buy gifts for, and there's too many places to have to go, and yeah, it's just. And I don't even do like we don't even decorate the house hardly. We're lucky we get a tree up most years, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I have a cough, so I'm going to be constantly muting throughout this thing. <clears throat> but um, asthma has kicked in. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we, we've got... Oh, and we have, because of our kittens, who are no longer kittens, they're now a year and a half old, I guess. Um, they, uh, they like to climb the tree, so we haven't had a full tree in about two years. <laughs> and... Um, because we have the other cat that also likes to climb the tree. So we have a half tree. We only put the top of the, because we have an artificial tree, we only put the top of the tree up and maybe like two rows of branches <laughs> so they can't climb the tree. So we have a half a Christmas tree up. And um, that's all we decorate with, with really. And sometimes we'll put a wreath up. This year we didn't do anything else. Sometimes my daughter will put up a few other decorations, but this year we just did, we weren't feeling it. We were just like, that's enough. <laughs> I'm not putting any more work into this. <laughs> we just decorated last week, but we did the full. I forgot I had bought a new Christmas tree. I thought we still had the four footer that didn't light up on half of it. And I was perfectly happy with that. But I guess I bought a seven foot tree at some point. Whoa. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not lit. So now I have an unlit seven foot tree with four foot trees worth of ornaments on it. <laughs> So you need to buy lights. I need lights and I need more ornaments because there are definitely not enough for a seven foot tree. <laughs> and then, Which is funny because we have too many ornaments. <laughs> and then Aaron took out, I have an accidental snowman collection. What's that? Somehow someone got the wind, got wind that I collected snowmen <laughs> and I don't. And I started getting snowmen for Christmas, a bunch of them. Oh, right. So I have an accidental snowman collection now. <laughs> <laughs> so Aaron got that out and put it on the fireplace mantle since we have a nice fireplace mantle in the new house <laughs> but that's it uh, that's all the decorating I'm doing forget the rest of it <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Scrooge these days. And Maven uh, uh, makes all of her Christmas gifts, so she just doesn't have time to deal with anything else. She's busy, busy, busy just making sewing and crocheting and just crafting like the whole time. She's just too stressed. Yeah. Otherwise, she would probably be the one that would be decorating the house from head to toe. <laughs> head to toe? Yeah, from roof to ceiling to floor. floor? Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Brain's not like working. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, uh, when I was a kid growing up, we um, we didn't have stressful Christmases. I don't know. Because we My, were children and our parents did all of it. Well, but also because uh, we I had a different uh, childhood than my husband. My husband grew up in uh, uh, his family or his parents were divorced when he was young. So he had two separate places to go every every christmas um and i didn't have that of course because my parents are still married and so and plus we grew up all over the world and didn't know any of our extended family so we never had extended family just the four of us we had no place to go on christmas so my holidays were always just the four of us in our pjs all day long in our home watching movies well after vcrs were invented when we were little it was just playing toys because <laughs> they didn't have vcrs until like halfway over halfway through my childhood like what preteens, i think was when vcrs were finally invented yeah, yeah. <laughs> 80s but uh yeah so i didn't go anywhere i didn't have any family members did you have families family that you had to go see when you were growing up yeah i had um my grandparents lived um, just like the next town over and I had aunts and uncles and a million and seven cousins and yes. you know there was like we spent and plus it was my uncle's birthday oh so we spent so Christmas, you did have the big holiday yeah we spent Christmas morning at my grandparents and it was my uh, Christmas morning was set aside to be uncle's birthday so we had uh, strawberries and waffles for breakfast because that was oh, the favorite. Fun. And then we spent, you know, most of the day at grandparents' house and dinner and everything. Usually until one of us fell asleep on the couch. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, and it was always a house full of people and people in and out and, and everything. Yeah, it was it was in, crazy. In fact, we did most of our family Christmas Eve, family Christmas stuff on Christmas Eve. Because dad usually worked Christmas Day. So, oh. and he worked like 4 a.m. to 2 p.m. So, you know, he wasn't around for like, right. he wouldn't have been around to see us open stuff if we had, you know, waited. So, so you're, you're flipped. You had busy crazy when you were young. And- yeah. I think that's part of the reason why, because I it was like, you know, I look back at Christmas when I was a kid and it was like so stressful. <laughs> like I couldn't wait till the next day when I could just go, <sighs> okay. <laughs> That's what I wonder is going to happen with my kids because it's too—it's too much. I just—it's—it's it's crazy. In fact, when my when they were younger, we had my parents to go to, his dad's to go to, and his mom's to go to. Now, luckily, at some point, when Maven was a little bit older—I um, don't even know if Tyrion was born yet—but at some point, his dad decided to combine, and they—they—they they, they get along pretty good, um, and so we do his entire family all together now but when they were really little we had 
three places to go because <laughs> they that was crazy what the we used to do is dad on christmas eve and then my parents christmas morning and then afternoon we'd go to his mom's and now it's his sisters and his mom and his dad will be there but it's just it's just running around and i i long for the days when <laughs> we used to just we had no place to go yeah. <laughs> we would sit around in our pjs all day long and we knew we had no place to go like my entire childhood until i got married until i met adam i had no place to go on christmas literally no place because we grew up in the military i was everywhere all over the world literally <laughs> that's all we did was we just the four of us and we didn't even have friends over or anything for christmas now thanksgiving was a completely different matter right because military. thanksgiving we invited friends over because we had Marines and that were away from family and stuff. And so we always invited them over for Thanksgiving dinner because we don't do Christmas dinner. Um, we just have munchies all day long. Ah. Christmas dinner isn't a thing for us. We do Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. So it's funny how everybody has different traditions. Did you do a full on Christmas dinner? Yes, um, because, um, well, I for, for me at least, we don't celebrate Thanksgiving so <laughs> oh right that's right we're anti-thanksgiving so christmas dinner right. was the thing <laughs> right yeah so uh do you do turkey then on um yeah thanks uh yeah turkey or ham i mean not anymore but when i was a kid nowadays right. when you were a kid is whatever i can order in usually right right <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's open on christmas taco bell that sounds good yeah right. chinese <laughs> yeah exactly i i'm I've, I've, Christmas has become so laid back. Like Aaron is like, you just at least have to keep doing this until Jack turns 18. Okay. Just, <laughs> just at least <laughs> this level until Jack turns 18. I'm like, all right, fine. If I have to. See, I wish we could have a laid back Christmas. I've told Adam once, once the kids are older, um, and we're the ones in charge of the holidays, it's going to go laid back again. <laughs> so I am not doing, I'm not going to force my kids to run all over the place. Yeah. It's just not, I'm not doing this. This is just insane. It's too much. Once too many people are older, busy. I won't do it anymore. You're just not going to do it at all? No. Maybe when I have grandkids, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. get back to it. But um, I have no desire to celebrate Christmas again after the kids aren't here or something. <laughs> well, I like tradition. I like having Christmas traditions and I'm happy to celebrate. I love the family and all that, but just not like the running around i don't yeah. like the running around <laughs> i love being able to get together with family but not the running around and the obligations that I, I just it's too stressful so anyway it's funny since your fourth idea is go for a drive i know well the go for a drive is just to uh get away and just my my parents used to uh take us for sunday drives and just like go like look at the countryside oh. and that was very relaxing um of course when i was a kid i didn't really want to do it but as an adult i can totally like uh, appreciate it now <laughs> especially right now when everything is green in california yeah because this is a very rare time of the year where things are green <laughs> so yeah for right now i can de-stress by taking a drive up to the foothills and just drive around into the pretty parts of the country yeah. and uh, get out of the city and go go see something green and go like hug a tree <laughs> <laughs> get out and walk along a river or something you know 
that for me is very you have to get out into nature basically okay i can see that. now it would be nice if we had fall colors but we don't really have very good fall colors here but it's a little bit a little we have bit. a little not not a ton um you have yeah. to look for it but there is some yes. but i think that's a, i think especially for those those of our listeners that live in parts of the world that uh that have uh really nice areas to be able to drive to because we have to well it's not that far for us to drive but i think we're we have to drive a little bit further than some people really have to to get to nature yeah <laughs> we have to go to nature because <laughs> we're not like in new york city or anything like that but you know like to get like yosemite is only about two hours away but um you know the foothills is less than an hour so and on the way up there it's fairly pretty when it's green yeah it's so. just it's just natural nature it's it's uh no. uh field ranches. yeah ranches and fields and and you know yeah. very man-made nature yeah yeah but it's better than nothing it's better than being stuck in this concrete jungle <laughs> Truth. so and and you know all fails just go to park yeah <laughs> if you don't if you can't get out just go to a park <laughs> somewhere That's always yeah. nice. but I, I i really do especially with my kids when things are really really stressful to go to like just go to a park or go, just to go in the backyard sometimes just to get outside and get some fresh air yeah. get some sunshine and get some be around something green there's actually been scientific proof that like being around nature actually is calming mm -hmm. and like physically calming so there's something to that i mean i can actually feel it when i as i'm driving up in the up as i get more and more into nature i can actually feel a physical change coming up in me especially when I'm really stressed, I can physically feel it. So that's a definite good de-stress uh, tip there for, I think that's a kind of a given for people, so. It is, but then there's the other people like me who get outside and get stressed. Um, yeah. I, I don't like to drive. I don't like to be in the sun. I definitely don't like, I mean, I don't, the trees are okay. They're nice to look at, I guess. But um, the opposite of you, um, if I was stressed out and I needed to get away, I'm going to get into a nice hot bathtub. Yeah. Yeah. Bubble bath, bath bomb, my Kindle, something like that. Some music, close and lock the door and tell the children that there doesn't matter what's going on unless they are bleeding or on fire. They are to leave me alone <laughs> and take a bath. Hey, whatever works. Yeah. Yeah. See, I can't stand taking a bath. This is what's so cool is that you and I are such opposites. We really <laughs> I cannot stand baths. I don't know what it is about them, but I just cannot stand. I'd rather take a shower. Oh, I love a good. <laughs> but I know that like the vast majority of the population of this planet like baths, <laughs> especially the females. Yeah. <laughs> There's like bubble baths galore being you know shown on when they talk about relaxing women relaxing, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, I think. <laughs> First of all, I'd have to clean the tub first. <laughs> well, there's that. Second of all, even if it was clean, I wouldn't want to get into it. I don't want to sit in soap. I don't. But I get it that some people really like it, and that's cool. that works for you. That's awesome. Yeah, it's nice. It's relaxing, and it's you know not sunny like outdoors is. And yeah, it's it's funny that you don't like the sun. <laughs> very few things I'm allergic to, like unlike outdoors and. <laughs> There's just so much superior to my bathtub than the park. Yeah. Yeah. You got to find what works for you. Absolutely. Definitely. And, uh, and the other thing that's, I'm, that's really, really, really powerful for me is music. 
always been really meaningful to me uh, this time of the year it's christmas music but other times of the year there's other kinds of music, but music is so calming to me um either calming or vibrant fun and yeah invigorating danceable invigorating yeah like i'll put something goofy on i have a, a song that i wake my kids up to sometimes when i can't get them to wake up the day is starting to get away from us and it's getting later in the morning and i want to get up because i don't want to sleep all afternoon or all morning and uh it's a it's a flamenco guitar and uh it's uh, it's by this guy named otmar lieber he's a spanish guitar Wait, is it flamenco i think it's just spanish guitar i don't know but anyway his name's otmar lieber and he has this fantastic song called barcelona nights and they used to use it to wake up the kids at the preschool that i worked mm-hmm. up and my kids love it and they still to this day like if i put it on they'll start to wiggle they're in their beds because my husband started this tradition when they were little so it's like uh you know if i keep going wake up wake up and they're just like leave me alone whatever but if i put that song on they'll start to wiggle they'll start to wiggle and they'll get silly and they'll get silly and then pretty soon like tyrion will be like sitting up and then he's dancing and then he's dancing and then he's going to the bathroom dancing (laughs) (laughs) and it works like every time it's awesome i love it but uh but yeah music is a is awesome and this time of the year i love listening to christmas music i know you're not a huge fan (laughs) no music at all no christmas music at all Um, none i like hearing mean one mr grunge (laughs) i like santa baby oh really have you heard miley cyrus's i i haven't but i've heard it's really good i like eartha kitt's version the Miley Cyrus version Adam just showed me today, Updated. actually. She changed the words completely, and I love it. Yeah. Um, I, I realize that the wording on it is problematic, but I really like that. Yeah. I've always. I know. I know. Um, but yeah, no, not a big fan of the Christmas music either, really. <laughs> but I do like music, and I do use music to get out of a funk and to de stress, just not Christmas music. Cause... Right, right, sure. Well, I can say. Uh, my favorite uh, Christmas music, um, since we're talking about Christmas stuff right now, um, and then maybe you can say some of the stuff that you like okay. for other time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I absolutely adore John Denver and the Muppets' um, A Christmas Together. It was an album that we listened to when I was a kid. I still have never seen the TV show, I don't think. I don't think I've seen it. There is one? Um yeah, it's from a TV. It's from a special. I'm a Christmas special. John John Denver and the Muppets at Christmas together, but um, I can't find a copy of it anywhere. Um, but the music is hilarious. It's got like Little Saint Nick with with a, a animal on the drum singing "Run, Run, Reindeer." Oh, <laughs> it's hysterical. Yeah, they've got like uh. Uh, what's that song? Oh, bring us a piggy pudding, and then Miss Piggy comes in going, "Piggy pudding? <laughs> no, it's figs made with figs." She says, "Oh, sorry," and she goes, "She he goes with fake and bacon." <laughs> what? <laughs> it's hysterical. <laughs> I found the entire like the thing. Whole... I'll post the link on uh, the. Yeah, it's hysterical. Yeah, you've got it on YouTube. Um, I know that he would put a lot of albums on YouTube, but yeah, and it's also on Apple Music. I, um, I stream it all the time because we have a family account, so we get to stream everything on Apple Music. Fine. $15 a month. Nice. <laughs> but, 
but uh yeah love that and another one that is a childhood favorite is the kingston trio uh has a christmas album called the last month year love that album because that's another used to listen to it on record when i was growing up love the kingston trio that's another childhood favorite but um but then as time went on i've got new favorites manheim steamroller i mean love manheim steamroller christmas and non-christmas love that whole what is that called electronic music yeah i don't know you know not exactly sure what their style is called it's like electronic something like that anyway but yeah i love the manheim steam any of their christmas really good um they i really like compilation albums i've always loved compilation albums like movie soundtracks and stuff because i love compilation albums but there's a bunch of christmas compilation albums where they bring together a bunch of different stars singing a bunch of different songs and the there's a whole series called a very special christmas have you seen these Mm -mm. Um, I don't know how many there are, but number one and two are my favorites. I'm, it starts to get a little, I don't like as many. They bring too many rap songs in after a while, and I'm not, I do not like rap and hip hop like at all. There's only a, only some of the 80s stuff do I like. <laughs> but um, but uh, as time goes on, they it starts to get more hip hop-y. Um, but uh, there's some really good songs in the very first two albums I like. So a very special Christmas. And there's another one called um, The Stars Come Out for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And that's another one. They're like benefit albums, I think. I think they actually raised money for charity or something like that when they were made. Um, Those are really good albums. They have some really good things on that. Um, Oh, Christmas with the Rat Pack is really good. That's got like Frank Sinatra, Bing Crosby, Mm -hmm. Dean Martin. I love those guys. I'm into the classics because my dad... I love the Glee Christmas album. There's a, I think there's a couple, because I love Glee music. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like everything Glee, but I do love, and I don't like all of their Christmas, but I like quite a few of them. They butchered Duran Duran. Did they? they? Did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of their songs that they did really, really well, but not all of them are. But yeah, there, there's a couple of the Christmas. Um, songs i didn't really care for but most of them are pretty good um have you ever listened to any of the putumayo albums they're like those international albums for kids well actually i don't know if they're specifically for kids but they seem like they're aimed at kids no putumayo <laughs> no. Um, anyway this one's called christmas around the world it's like international music they've got like different songs from different countries and it's really cute. cool yeah that one's really cute it's a bunch of different nationalities uh, cold. I got a couple of different CDs. I don't even know what they are, but they're like Celtic Christmas CDs. Oh. Yeah, you get all those from tri- Target, how they have the different... Oh, yeah, yeah. Like Celtic. There's a bunch of different Celtic CDs they have. They have some different Celtic Christmas... I just love Celtic music. So it doesn't even have to be anybody specific. I just love Celtic Christmas music. <laughs> and Amy Grant, Home for Christmas is a really good album. That one, too. But last but not least, I hands down absolutely adore Elmo and Patsy. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> the whole album is awesome. But of course, the title song. <laughs> but even Percy the Puny Poinsettia is a really good song. <laughs> <laughs> and I just found out today that they actually made a movie too. I have to go find out. 
what this movie is. There's like a cartoon or something. Lovely. <laughs> but I love that song. <laughs> I I am not surprised. So those are my favorite Christmas albums. I'm literally not surprised <laughs> at all by that, Tina. <laughs> so I don't listen to Christmas music all that often, but I do definitely listen yep. to music to get myself in a better mood and to de-stress. And one of my favorite things to listen to is bad musicals. I have an bad, bad music. Yes, I have an entire bad musicals playlist. Oh, so it includes things like the Phantom of the Paradise, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, Shock Treatments, um, the Bee Gees version of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. <laughs> Just like, uh, oh, Dr. Horrible sing along blog. They don't have I love Dr. Horrible. They don't actually have to be bad. I see this is I call them bad musicals, not because the music in them is bad, but because they're musicals that oftentimes are panned because they're not you know les mis or whatever right yeah yeah so um that's can't be one of my favorite playlists and then i have another great play and i'm on spotify if anybody's looking for me um uh under my name becky tetro and i have a playlist that's called housework remix and it's actually your fault <laughs> and your family's fault um oh. it is completely dubstep covers of 80s music <laughs> yes, my kids love dubstep. Yes, Tina's family introduced me to dubstep, which I had never listened to before. <laughs> and um, I decided I like it in theory. And so I, then I went on Spotify and found a whole bunch of dubstep uh, remixes of 80s music, like Mr. Roboto and like all sorts of really cool songs, like weird songs that you would never think would be good as dubstep. Um, that also helps get me out of a funk a lot. Um, I am a big fan of of just listening to odd, fast-paced music. Also, heavy metal. Um, whenever I have to work on a computer, or you know, that's my favorite thing to do when I have to work on a computer is to put on some like really loud Megadeth, mm -hmm. and um, and just like drown the world out with some really. I can like watch my family's mouth moving, not hear a word they're saying because I've got you know um, Symphony of Destruction going in my. <laughs> That used to work for me when I was a teenager. I used to blast. I do that in the car too, because um, I I absolutely detest driving. I I hate. Um, I mean, Wednesday having my car that I love makes it a little easier. My car's name is Wednesday <laughs> for anybody who doesn't know that reference. Um, um, I hate driving, but one of the ways that I make it bearable when I'm by myself is by cranking the tunes and like just loud is what I need for my music as opposed to, you know, anything specific music wise, it just has to be loud. And that makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> so if you have yeah, um, yeah. Christmas music that you enjoy that we may have missed in our list, um, also let us know in the show notes. I don't know why I'm pointing like I'm making a YouTube video. You guys can't <laughs> see me right now. <laughs> I can't even see. I know that was kind of funny. I was thinking about how John Green says, Hello? I lost you. Down in the show notes too, I'm sure, or in the, the notes below, people will love to hear your suggestions as well. well you, you dropped out a bunch at the end of that, so we'll just pretend like we rem we know what you said. <laughs> oh, either that or you could edit it out, one of the two. <laughs> That's fine. But... <coughs> God, I've been coughing so much. <sighs> Okay. Oh, 
So we're both coughing up a storm over here. <laughs> Don't mind us. <clears throat> I've been muting myself throughout this whole thing, trying not to cough in anybody's ear. <laughs> well, hopefully we've come up with some things to uh, add to your lists of things to do to de-stress, not necessarily just during the holidays I and mean, stuff you can do the rest of the year to just insert something non-seasonal. Right. <laughs> And 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 the Christmas type stuff, you can save this, listen to it again next year, because if you don't listen to this until after Christmas and it's no longer relevant, just save it for next year. <laughs> There'll always be another Christmas. Always, always. <laughs> but we do have one person that we would like to recognize before we go tonight, because it is nighttime, our time now. Yeah. <laughs> We have an email from an Alicia W that we got a while back. Uh, I don't even know when. I did not put the date on it. Um, but I stuck it right into these notes as soon as we got it so I would remember to say something the next time we recorded. So God only knows how long ago we got this email. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Alicia, but we want to make sure we recognize you. <laughs> it says... Alicia says, I've finally made it through all the past podcasts. I started last September. And I just wanted you ladies to know you are the absolute best. Yay. Yay. (laughs) I'll be starting actual homeschooling next year. And you ladies have given me so many great ideas and are really inspiring and encouraging. We even use some of the ideas already. My daughter loves Robert Munch. Thanks to you. You're welcome. (laughs) I love Robert Munch. (laughs) If you need an idea for a future episode i would love to hear what your kids are doing after graduation yeah i'd love to know that yeah, too. Me too. <laughs> we're not there yet maven will be graduate quote unquote graduating the end of the school year so we she'll be the first one of our four kids to yep. do it so uh, well no you've got another kid that did it already yeah he's <laughs> Just probably he cold, so it doesn't count yeah doesn't count Thanks to you, I have the confidence to start homeschooling, but still worry about what happens when they come to the end of this journey. I think we're all there with right there with you, Alicia. We are. Um, how will their homeschooled education translate to trade school, college, diving in, and finding a job or whatever it is they choose? Thanks so much for all the time and effort you put into this podcast. You're quite welcome. And uh, yeah, we we all completely understand what you're saying there. Yeah, we're all right there. One of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We all understand that. And uh, luckily, I keep referring to all the other veteran homeschoolers on so many of the groups that I'm on managed to graduate multiple kids, and they seem to be doing fine. So, yep, they all seem. And and you know what? When you were asking that, how will their homeschooled education translate? I was thinking, well, I mean, I think about how much my public school education translated, and and really, it (laughs) it wasn't a whole lot that went from public school to jumping in and finding a job. So, you know, maybe it's not all that important. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then, then, I mean, even like I took all the classes I needed to take for college and then I still had to repeat some classes. Yeah, exactly. In college. And my kids, well, the first one is not college bound. I don't know about the second one really surprised if he chooses to go to college because he he can't even stand to do the stuff that I'm trying to get him to do I cannot even imagine that he would want to choose to go (laughs) and put himself through the type of torture that I mean because the stuff that I'm asking him to do is nothing compared to what he'd have to do if he went to college (laughs) yeah 
So I would be shocked as all heck if he does decide to go to college. But you never know. Okay. Um, we've still got another. To Alicia. Huh? I said, so the answer to Alicia is as soon as we know, we'll let you know. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, we'll see. We'll keep you updated. And uh, with our Now and Then podcast, because who knows when we'll podcast again. But uh, uh, I always say, well, we won't we won't wait so long between episodes. But I, honestly, I just can't promise anything. I'm just not going to I'm not going to say anything because inevitably, as soon as I say it, it doesn't happen. So exactly. <laughs> so we'll just surprise you when we finally find the time and the uh, desire to record again. <laughs> And then you'll be happy and <laughs> happily surprised. <laughs> exactly. But we're still here. And, uh, you know, I always feel like I want to keep doing more, but, you know, life and stuff. <laughs> exactly. We will try to get back to do another one soon, but we're making no guarantees as to a timeline. Yes. But, uh, contact us email us message us on facebook you can follow us on instagram on uh facebook on are we on twitter now too we are i mean have we been on we are on we twitter, are on right twitter. i don't even go there yeah okay yeah we're on twitter also you you follow the twitter feed right? i do i just realized i updated my phone and i don't think i've logged in since i've updated my phone but yes i do i do yeah because you're more on twitter than i am i don't think i've ever done anything I think our Facebook feeds to Twitter. So, um, but you can probably tweet at us too. I would imagine Becky will pick up on it eventually. Eventually I'll, I'll get there. <laughs> and uh, you're probably more on Instagram than I am as well. Although I'm, I'm going to probably be on there more frequently soon because of another website that my original website, my Fresno family website is now expanding and changing and I'm, now on Instagram for that and so I'm going to probably have more of a presence on Instagram so that might make me have more of a presence on there for my other websites too so we shall see awesome um so yeah contact us through any of those and honestly if you poke us we're more likely to do something yeah. <laughs> as as Meg grooms one of our favorite friends uh, online friends uh, was just saying the other day she says she she told me that she uh uh, bugs you all the time about recording or something and 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 I said and she said maybe I should start bugging you too and I was like yeah that 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 might work yeah <laughs> I got a few people who were like so when are you gonna do another episode well as soon as uh life calms down enough that I can yeah well I was just listening to the last episode before recording this because I wanted to see if there was anything that I needed to refer to or whatever to like you know things that have changed because i haven't had any major life changes or anything but um but uh there i don't have an excuse this time <laughs> <laughs> last time i did last time i did i had a lot of stuff going on but i can honestly say that you know the world's not falling apart anymore um <laughs> and my my mental health is doing pretty darn good i just have an excuse this time <laughs> it's just life <laughs> so I wish that I could be more consistent, but those of you who are ADHD, I'm sure you get me. <laughs> so. I've gotten a couple of jobs since we started, since we recorded the last episode, I think. Yeah. Yeah, one or two. I, I, I started uh, Tetra Marketing Innovations and now I have clients and have to actually work. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so That's right. And I've actually closed a business. Yeah. So <laughs> I started... 
Well, I was doing the field trips business. It was Tina's Adventures. And then I expanded it to do classes and I changed it to Tina's Learning Adventures. And then nobody signed up for my classes. And I lost all desire to do anything anymore because I'm tired of beating my head against a wall after months and trying to get people to sign up. And I just not doing it anymore. So Tina's Learning Adventures local classes is no more. And I may still do field trips from time to time you know, who knows? So yeah, I've gone the opposite direction (laughs) and I'm focusing on my online business now. (laughs) Well, that's okay. We'll, we'll figure out a way to get this. I mean, even if it's only, you know, we check in every couple of months now, that'll be fine. You know, I don't want to, I think that'd be better than what we've been doing. Right. I don't, once a year is just really not, (laughs) I don't want to leave our audience completely. No, I don't either. I don't, I think, well, and, uh, uh, you know, once as as my other businesses take off, I'm going to have more things to share to tell people about. So I'll probably be more motivated also. So, hey, guess what I've got? <laughs> cool things to share. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, so I... Is that everything you want to talk to me? Yeah. So if you like our show, please leave us a review on iTunes. Tell your friends all about us. For links and resources shared in this episode, meaning the videos that Tina mentioned, and to view notes on all of our shows, you can visit us on the web at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com. And if you want to find the notes specific to this episode, again, the Christmas videos that Tina mentioned, visit SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com forward slash 66. And while you're on our site, you can drop us a note or a voicemail and let us know if you have any ideas for show topics or guests, because we would like to do those again. Um... Yeah. Well, goodbye, everyone. Have a great, great, great holiday season. Come back and take a break with us again next time. Yep. Bye. Bye.